And then we get to the last piece. This is improve. So we say, okay, now we collected all the data. We understand enablement engagement. We understand how behaviors have changed. We can tie these two together person by person. So we can say, or put the two groups next to each other, the ones that have high enablement engagement versus low enablement engagement. Now we're coming back and say, okay, how can we use this to improve skills even more? make our enablement programs better because sometimes there's things that we need to tweak. And then ultimately we want to see the connection and um, the impact on business outcomes because ultimately that's what it's all about. If we don't impact outcomes, you're not going to need an enablement team. So here's really where we work with the managers to coach them to help us reinforce whatever enablement program we're driving for the year and then also help us drive accountability with the teams where there is low enablement engagement because that happens, as we all know. We're also looking at identifying gaps to then improve our programs. So we have a what we call field activation team that comes back with all the data to my enablement team and then says, hey, guys, this is the stuff that you need to change or need to make better based on the analytics that we received and also some of the qualitative feedback that we've gotten. And then ultimately, we want to measure the impact on business metrics. This is then something that we take back to our executives. So when I step in front of that team with my leadership team twice a year, we want to make sure we can really show our worth, especially when we have to ask for more investment in our practice. So I know everybody's always like, what are you tracking? So here's some examples. So in the planning phase, those are some of the metrics we look at. That's usually what the company is looking at overall, like ARR, pipeline, upsell, uplift, churn, and obviously the list goes on. Those are not things directly often that we feel we can impact with our programs. Pipeline, maybe. The other ones usually no. So we want to be super specific on the outcomes that we're setting. But we want to keep in mind those ones as we plan. On the enablement side, we look at live session attendance, participation, lesson completion, certification scores, and also how they're engaging with our content. Obviously, we use technology to do that. On the engage front, we're looking at external content shares, open rates of people engaging externally with the content, talking buyers and customers, social media posts and um, activities on those posts, if you have software to do that. The tracker usage, like are they saying the things we enabled them on? And then also, are they using the externally facing content? And then on the improve side, those are the business, business metrics that we're very specifically tying to our program. For example, it could be something like price per seat if we do negotiation or average net retention for specific uh, or revenue for specific um, opportunities. So if we're rolling out, say, a new field methodology, we have people drink bring in specific deals that we're looking at. Competitive wins, cross-sell opportunities, right, especially post-acquisition, for example. So these are some of the things that we're tracking, and the magic really happens here when you tie all of these pieces together. So here's what I want to leave you with. I know I went through a lot today. Um, so please feel free to contact me on LinkedIn if you have further questions. I'm very happy to answer them. Um, smarter enablement, better outcomes. Our enablement has to be outcome focused. This is called an outcome-led enablement approach. And this is done for us to drive better outcomes overall. Thank you very much. And uh, I think we might have a couple of questions here right now, Joe. Yeah, thank you so much, Irina. This is awesome. So look, the, the biggest thing that I take away, look, I do enablement for, for our own company at times, right? But you're, you're in this position where 
obviously you get to dedicate these plans and programs to it. Um, and so, man, how many times have I gotten that request from sales? Like, oh my gosh, we just got off of a phone call and I needed this case study and we didn't have anything for him. Can you put something together really quick? And then you do it and then nobody knows how to use it. And then it never, it just never gets used again. The big takeaway I took away from this was you've got to have a plan and a program in order to make this a, a, a repeatable function for your, for your teams. How, like, how have you seen that shift as your time moving through, through this business or through this industry that it, bec- it needs to become more regimented? Yeah, so I would add to that, you need technology too, okay? So if I think about our enablement tech stack, that's like another team member. Like we would, we couldn't operate without it, right? So whenever folks come to us and say, hey, I need uh, XYZ, right? We need a piece of content, like you said. Those are like the ad hoc requests that come mm-hmm. our way that occasionally we're serving, but sometimes we're turning around and we're not doing it if it's not feeding into the particular programs that we're rolling out, right? And we're using intake requests for those. But the key is really for us to understand when we put assets and content out, when we put lessons out, right? When we run live sessions, like we have to track the data. We need to have insights to see how is the enablement engagement and then ultimately is it impacting behavior and is it impacting outcomes? Because if it doesn't, you wasted your time. I hate to say, of course. It. and I've done it throughout my career. We're like, oh, we're putting this big thing up, and then we couldn't track it. And I'm like, this was yeah. really wasted time. It's worth nothing, you know. It might, it probably didn't change anybody's life. Of so course. it really comes down to you know putting your foot down at times, but also being able to track what you're doing. For sure. And look, you have you have a, a a group that's working that's like trying to put this content out and make sure that you're actually driving change, revenue, right? All those types of things. So being able to track that is, of course, of utmost importance because otherwise... You've got nothing to back up your own your own worth <laughs> at that point. So asking for headcount at the end of the year if you can show how you impacted business results. Right? For sure, for sure. Irina, thank you so much for this presentation. This was super yeah. insightful. We even had a couple comments about people thanking us for the suggestions, all the different things that we can track. I know this is something we'll take back to our teams. Uh, if anybody has questions, I'm sure they can get in touch with you, find you on LinkedIn, yes. and uh, definitely go back and listen because there was a lot of content there. And you can screenshot all of those slides. Uh, Thank you again, Irina. Uh, Good luck out there. And hopefully we can talk soon. Awesome. Thanks, y'all. 